ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम अज्ञानतिमीरांधस ज्ञानाजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मील तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित भूतले स्वयं कदा मह्यम ददाति स्वदाकम वंदेहम श्रीगुरो श्रीयुतापदकमल श्रीगुरून्वैष्णवांश्च श्रीरूप साग्रजात सह गणरघुनाथन्वित तम सजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधा कृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाखाताचारणकनिपुनो सधर्मसंस्थापको लोकानितिणो त्रिभुवने मौशरण्याको राधाकृष्णपदारविंदजना नंदेनमत्ताको वंदे रूपसनातनो रघुयुग श्रीजीवगोपालको हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांत राधाकांत नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रिए वाछाकलतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम नमो विष्णुपादा कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे वेलकम टू द सेकंड एपिसोड ऑफ द नेक्टर ऑफ इंस्ट्रक्शन सीरीज श्री उपदेश अमृता बाय श्रील रूप गोस्वामी एंड टुडेज वर्स इज अबाउट सिक्स थिंग्स दैट वी हैव टू अवॉइड सो दैट आवर डिवोशनल सर्विस विल गो ऑन स्मूथली or six things that will hamper our devotional service that we need to avoid so atyahara prayasascha so you kindly repeat i will uh, you know give the gap in between leave the gap and then you can repeat after that and then we will try to chant together atyahara प्रयास च प्रजल्प नियम आग्रह और अग्रह जनसंग 
लौल्यम भक्ति विनश्यति अत्याहार प्रयासश्च प्रजल्पो नियमाग्रह जनसंगश्च लौल्यम चढ़भक्ति विनश्यति अत्याहार प्रयासश्च प्रजल्पो नियमाग्रह जनसंगश्च लौल्यम चढ़भक्ति विनश्यति सो वॉट इज अत्याहार अति आहार अति आहार ओवर ईटिंग और टू मच कलेक्टिंग प्रयास ओवर एंडेवरिंग च एंड प्रजल्प आइडल टॉक नियम रूल्स एंड रेगुलेशंस आग्रह टू मच अटैचमेंट टू और अग्रह टू मच नेग्लेक्ट ऑफ जनसंग एसोसिएशन विद वर्ल्डली माइंडेड पर्सन्स च एंड लौल्यम आर्डन लॉन्गिंग और ग्रीड च एंड षडि बाय दीज सिक्स भक्ति डिवोशनल सर्विस विनश्यति इज डिस्ट्रॉयड सो एट एनी टाइम इफ यू हैव एनी क्वेश्चंस प्लीज ड्रॉप देम इन द कमेंट्स एंड वी विल आंसर देम एट द एंड ऑफ द सेशन ट्रांसलेशन एंड प्रपोर्ट बाय दिवांग रेस एसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्री प्रभुपाद की जय ट्रांसलेशन वंस डिवोशनल सर्विस इज स्पॉइल्ड when he becomes too entangled in the following six activities <clears throat> one eating more than necessary or collecting more funds than required two over endeavoring for mundane things that are very difficult to obtain three talking unnecessarily about mundane subject matters four practicing the scriptural rules and regulations only for the sake of following them and not for the sake of spiritual advancement or rejecting the rules and regulations of the scriptures and working independently or whimsically associating with worldly minded persons who are not interested in krishna consciousness and six being greedy for mundane achievements <clears throat> so these six things will spoil our devotional service so we will go into them into great detail so the way shri prabhupad um prepares the purport is he comes from a very broad view and then comes to the point because if you see his purports to this nectar of instruction is different um differently done than suppose his um purports to bhagavad gita or uh shrimad bhagavatam because there if you see he is giving purport to that particular verse whereas here he is giving the entire context of the whole thing from so because this book this book is a very small book and people may just buy this book so what if they just bought this and they don't understand the full context of what was said before and what was or what it means so he just gave a full um 
context for each and every verse. Whereas in Srimad Bhagavatam, you are actually reading it in a series. So, you are like in a continuation of a story. Nobody would just open a Bhagavatam into a random verse and, you know, just read them from there. So, usually we read in, in, in sequence. So, then you can remember what is, you can like, it can connect. So, but here is only 11 verses and that's all the book is about. And if somebody just buys that book, you know, so he, he will still have the entire philosophy in a nutshell. So, purport, human life is meant for plain living and high thinking. Since all conditioned living beings are under the control of the Lord's third energy, this material world is designed so that one is obliged to work. So, are you with me here? Because, (laughs) what is this third energy? So, first thing, human life is meant for plain living and high thinking, not elaborate living and almost zero thinking. So, that is a modern civilization, very elaborate, very, very lavish, so many arrangements for sense gratification, so many unnecessary things acquired and coronavirus situation is actually teaching us what is plain living, what we essentially need for our sustenance and it is forcing us to think. Some people, they are going crazy, so we had a WhatsApp message by the government here <clears throat> that uh, you know if you have any psychological problems because of this uh, containment or social distancing and uh, what is that quarantining yourself so please con- uh, contact these helplines so that you know you can talk to them and get some counseling and because uh, they, are, they were never used to thinking they never used to think it's just do and do and do and then don't know what they're doing and then just they are bored to death now. So, uh, people are going to depression. Uh, but So, they actually miss the whole point. Human life is meant for high thinking. And plain living will actually easily enable that. So that you only work for the necessities and then uh, the rest you are, we are um, spending time for self-realization. So, that is explained in the Srimad Bhagavatam. So, in the first canto, second chapter, verse 10, Kamasanendriya pritir labho jiveta yavata jivasya tattva jignyasa nartho yascheha karma bhihi. So, this is plain living and high thinking. Life's desires should never be directed towards sense gratification. One should desire only a healthy life or self preservation. Since a human being is meant for inquiry about the absolute truth, nothing else should be the goal of one's works. So, this is what we should do with our material and spiritual lives. The entire, this one verse sums it all up. So, materially you just work for a healthy life or self-preservation and the rest of the time use for inquiry into the absolute truth. Nothing else should be the goal of one's works. That's it. The whole life, how we should live is there in this one small verse. So, that is the first line of this purport. Human life is meant for plain living and high thinking. Since all conditioned living beings are under the control of the Lord's third energy. What is this? So, we should understand. 
okay we will actually go through this a little more and then we will go into related verses to have a deeper understanding so since all conditioned living beings beings are under the control of the lord's third energy this material world is designed so that one is obliged to work the supreme personality of godhead has three primary energies or potencies the first is called antaranga shakti or internal potency the second is called tatastha shakti or the marginal potency the third is called bahiranga shakti or the external potency the living entities constitute the marginal potency and they are situated between the internal and ex- internal and external potencies so in vishnu puran this is explained in more detail so it is explained that vishnu shakti para prokta so if we go here this is um, chaitanya charitamrita madhyalila chapter 6 verse 154 but few verses actually four verses explain this whole thing this verse gives the understanding of the three energies and then a little more detail in the next few verses so vishnu shakti para prokta kshetra gnyakhya tatha para avidya karma samgyanya tritiya shakti rishyate so this is from the vishnu puran canto 6 chapter 7 text 61 so translation the internal potency of the supreme lord vishnu okay we will understand the sanskrit also here vishnu shakti so vishnu shakti him uh, that means the energies of vishnu para prokta Uh, para means spiritual it is said prokta means said in the shastras so para so there is vishnu shakti what are they para that means para shakti then there is kshetragnyakhya tatha para so there is another second energy which is called kshetragnya why it is called kshetragnya what is kshetra so here if you see the trans, uh, sanskrit so vishnu shakti para is one prokta means it is said it is said that vishnu shakti there are three vishnu shaktis and first is para according to the shastras this is the three vishnu shakti so para that is para means transcendental spiritual potency second is kshetragnyakhya akhya means name having the name kshetragnya kshetragnyakhya just like we say um this is called water bottle so akhya akhya means it is called so it is named so kshetra gyakhya means it, the second shakti the second potency or second energy is called kshetragnya so why it is called kshetragnya so this is explained in the bhagavad gita 13th chapter so there is kshetra and kshetragnya so kshetra means place or a field field um we will go to that verse my probably we will understand <clears throat> so these are the first in the 13th chapter first two verses arjuna vacha so arjuna is asking prakritim purusham chaiva kshetram kshetragyam evacha 
ಏತತ್ವೇದಿಚ್ಛಾಮಿ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಜ್ಞೇಯ ಚ ಕೇಶವ ಶ್ರೀ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಉಚ ನೌ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಇಸ್ ಆನ್ಸರಿಂಗ್ ಇದಂ ಶರೀರಂ ಕೌಂತೆಯ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಮಿತ್ಯಭಿಧೀಯತೆ ಏತದ್ಯೋ ವ್ಯತ್ತಿತ ಪ್ರಾಹು ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞ ಇದ್ವಿ ಸಿ ಸೊ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಸೆಡ್ ಓ ಮೈ ಡಿಯರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಐ ವಿಶ್ ಟು ನೋ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ನೇಚರ್ ಪುರುಷ ದಿ ಎಂಜಾಯರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ನೋವರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಿ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಗೇಯಂ ಸೊ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಸೈಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಆಫ್ ಸನ್ ಆಫ್ ಕುಂತಿ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ದ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ನೋಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ದ ನೋವರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರ ಜ್ಞಾ ಜ್ಞಾ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ಒನ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ ಜ್ಞಾನಂ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ಜ್ಞಾ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ನೋಸ್ ಸೊ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರ ಜ್ಞಾ ದ ನೋವರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಇಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಸೊ ನಾವು ದ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಹೌ ವೈ ಇಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಅ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ವೈ ದ ಬಾಡಿ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಅ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ವೇರ್ ಯು ಟಿಲ್ ದ ಲ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಅನ್ನು ಗ್ರೋ ದ ಕ್ರಾಪ್ ಸೊ ನಾವು ಅರ್ಜುನ ವಾಸ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ವಿಸಿಟಿವ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ನೇಚರ್ ಪುರುಷ ದ ಎಂಜಾಯರ್ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರ ದ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನೋವರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಹೌ ಹೈ ಥಿಂಕಿಂಗ್ ಇಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ನಾಟ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ನೋ ಯು ಯು ನೋ ಟ್ರೈ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಯು ನೋ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಅಲ್ಟಿಮೇಟ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಐ ನೀಡ್ ಟು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ವಿತ್ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ಸೊ ಅರ್ಜುನ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಸ್ಕಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆಂಟ್ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ಸ್ so when he inquired about all these krishna said that this body is called the field and the one who knows this body is called the knower of the field this body is the field of activity for the conditioned soul the conditioned soul is entrapped in material existence and he attempts to lord it over material nature and so according to his capacity to dominate material nature he gets a field of activity that field of activity is the body and what is the body the body is made of senses the conditioned soul wants to enjoy sense gratification and according to his capacity to enjoy sense gratification he is offered a body or field of activity just like a magnetic field a uh, you know elect- electromagnetic field so we have a field to work on so we had certain desires in our previous lives so karanam guna sangosya sadasadyoni jamma so sangat sanjayate kama so according to our modes karanam guna sangosya according to our association with different modes of material nature we have developed dis- different desires sangat sanjayate kama so according to those desires now we have got a body by the grace of krishna so now this body is a field of activity for us so because our senses you know all these we can employ in order to fulfill those desires which we had in our previous lives from you know which got us into this life in the first place so that's why this body is called a field or an agricultural field you know like that he is offered a body or field of activity therefore the body is called kshetra or the field of activity for the conditioned soul now the person who should who should not identify himself with the body is called kshetragya the knower of the field you see carefully the person who should not identify himself with the body is called kshetragya the knower of the field so there is a field and the knower of the field that means there is a body and there is a soul so this is proper understanding but our modern understanding in our material world is that we think we are the body we think we are the field we are not the field we are the 
knower of the field, just like the farmer, he knows the field where what is growing. He is not the field, he is working on the field. Uh, similarly, we are working on it. We are working on this, this field of our body, trying to gratify it, trying to provide for it, you know, everything. Just like a farmer would take care of his field. So, with this body, we can do so many things that we wanted to do or we want to do. So, by right, he should understand that he is different. That's why there, Arjuna is asking, what is Kshetra and what is Kshetragnya? Hmm. What is the field and what is the knower of the field? Now, if I am thinking I am the field, that means I have not known the field properly and I have not known myself properly. Um, so, there is distinction, body and soul, in the field and the knower of the field. So, we are the soul. So, we are never the body. Hmm. Any person can consider that from childhood to old age, he undergoes so many changes of body and yet is still one person remaining. Thus, there is a difference between the knower of the field and the activities and the actual field of activities. There is a difference between the knower of the field of activities and the actual field of activities. So, our body changes in so many ways from childhood to all the way to old age. Our body has changed so much. But the person is the same inside. So, the person is same but the body has changed. That means the person is not the body. So, I know that oh, at when I was maybe 3-4 years old I was doing this and then when I was 10 years old I was doing such and such thing and then I, when I was 20, when I am 30. So, this this... I remain the same person throughout, but the body definitely has changed. If I am the body, then I, I should have also changed. I should have been a different person now. Hmm. But I am not. My name is the same. My identity is the same. So, similarly, uh, we have to understand that we are actually always the same. The soul doesn't change. The body is changing. So, we are different from the body. A living conditioned soul can thus understand that he is different from the body. It is described in the beginning Dehinosmin that the living entity is within the body and that the body is changing from childhood to boyhood and from boyhood to youth and from youth to old age and the person who owns the body knows that the body is changing. The owner is distinctly Kshetragnya, which is the soul. Like this body is uh, like a car, like, an, like a vehicle. So that is also a field. You know, there are so many things it helps you move in whatever way you want and accomplish whatever you want, whichever destination you want to get to. So, with this body, we can choose our destination, where we want to go. Uh, so, at the end of the body, next, where is our destination? That is what we have to consider and work towards. <clears throat> what is a worthy destination? What is not a worthy destination? What is a painful destination? And what I should avoid to get there? And what I should do to get to the proper uh, I mean the highest destination which is the kingdom of God going back to Godhead so accordingly I have to take the route you know I have to take the path according to the destination if I want to go to hell yes I have to do all the sinful activities so if I want to go to Krishna then I have to do this and I should avoid being distracted by this path which is go to, going to hell so that way uh, we need to know, that's why Kshetra Gnya Kshetra and what is the <coughs> object of knowledge, what is the, what I should do with, the, with this Kshetra. Now, a farmer has a field. Now, he has to make a harvest. 
So what harvest he wants to make, whether he wants to make rice or whether he wants to make um, <clears throat> dal or whether he wants to make some vegetable or which vegetable also. So each vegetable, each crop has needs different conditions. So accordingly, he, accordingly he has to adapt his uh, irrigation, his manure, his his taking care of how much water. Everything has to be according to that, according to that aim he wants to achieve. That is the culture, agriculture. So similarly, with our body, what we want to do, what we actually should do for our own good. We want to do so many things, but we don't know the aim. What is the end goal of everything? What is the end result of this? We think whatever I, I will do, it will bring me happiness. My, my, everyone's definition of happiness is different. So, because they are in the modes of material nature, they are talking, they are in ignorance, they are talking nonsense. They don't know actually what is happiness. But they are taking what is suffering to be happiness. And because they are, you know, thinking that is happiness and they just blindly go towards that. But that's why we need to understand actually who am I and how I need to conduct my life. This is why Arjuna is asking what is what is Kshetra and what is Kshetragnya and what is the harvest that I need to look for. So that's why he asks what is the knowledge and what is the object of knowledge. So once you know all these things, okay, then you know how to chalk out your plan of life. So this is why Arjuna is asking such an important question in Bhagavad Gita. So now coming back, so at least now you have an understanding, you know. Okay, we will just read this few more lines. But the knower, so the owner is distinctly Kshetragya. Sometimes we think, I am happy, I am a man, I am a woman, I am a dog, I am a cat. These are the bodily designations of the knower. But the knower is different from the body. Although we may use many articles, our clothes, etc., we know that we are different from the things used. I know know, we all have a wardrobe and then we have different clothes. We may put on the clothes, but we know that we are different from the clothes. We don't, we don't make the mistake of thinking that I am the cloth, I am the cloth. No, I am not. We know that. So like that we should know that this body is not me, it is just like a wardrobe. I selected one dress for this lifetime. Um, then according to my you know, purchasing ability, I will get my next uh, dress. So that's how we, are, we have been choosing our... Uh, this is the fashion show, like you know, the costumes, you know. Every every time we are wearing different, different costumes and having a fashion show in this material world. <laughs> so, but we are actually suffering. Hmm. These are bodily designations of the knower, but the knower is different from the body. Although we may use many articles, our clothes, etc., we know that we are different from the things used. Similarly, we also understand by a little contemplation that we are different from the body. By a little contemplation, if you actually think in this way, Mm, yes, it's different. We say my body, my hand, my legs, my my heart, my head, you know, my, my, my. So, it is not I, not I stomach, I heart, I hand, my hand, my heart, my. So, that means, my. who is the person, who, who am I, who is possessing all these things that are so-called mine, which I think are mine. So, that means I am something else, right? So that, if we actually a little bit contemplate, we will start to realize, yes, I am different from the body. I am not this body. So, but this time, don't people don't use for thinking. It's not simple living high thinking. It's zero thinking about life. Hmm. Similarly, we also understand by a little contemplation that we are different from I or you or anyone else who owns the body is called 
Kshetragya, the knower of the field of activities and the body is called Kshetra, the field of activities itself. So, okay, this goes into more explanation here, but we will go back to the our verse, our quote here. So, since the conditioned living beings are under the control of the Lord's third energy, so we were looking at the three energies of Vishnu. So, you see, Vishnu Shakti Paraprokta. So, first is Para. Then, Kshetra Gnakya Tatha Para. So, the Kshetra Gnya, which is we, the, the individual souls. So, the Vishnu Shakti Para, where is this Para Shakti? This is in the spiritual world, where everything is in the internal potency of the Lord. Just like internal potency, why is it called antaranga, internal potency? It's like, it's like inner circle. For example, um, say the president of the country or the prime minister. So, he is officially dealing in a, in a, in a one way with the general public. But with his own family and friends, he deals differently. With, with friends, a little more intimate. With family, even more intimate. Sometimes, you know, there will be fights also. We can't, as as citizen, we can't just like fight, you know, quarrel with the president or prime minister. But his wife or his children or his, you know, relatives, they may have an argument with him. It's more internal. So, I mean to say the antaranga. Why it is called internal potency? Because it is the Lord's personal energy. Whereas, the external energy is his official energy. It's like, his, his you know, just like a... Prison warden. The Durga is a prison warden. So she deals with the criminals. So we are all the criminals. So we are sitting in this world. We are all criminals. And the Lord does not directly deal with us. And the Lord deals through the agency of the external energy. Bahiranga Shakti. Uh, but Parashakti is the internal potency. Or called Antaranga Shakti. Then Kshetragya is also spiritual. We are also spiritual in nature. But we are very minute. And we can be overpowered by this or that energy, by spiritual or material energy, according to our desires. So, but it is also, it is considered marginal, tatastha shakti. But it is actually spiritual in quality. But sometimes when it is overpowered in, by matter, then it looks like um, it is a material product. Like we all think we are a combination of chemicals and some DNA, some whatever. So, we think we are a combination of some atoms and some chemicals like that or some cells and once the body dies that's it we're gone forever so that's what we think usually people in this world think like that so here it is said no you're not like that you're actually a spirit soul you are you are spiritual in nature then avidya karma samgyanya then the another potency the third one tritiya shakti so, Tritya means three, three energies. 
so the third one is avidya avidya means ignorance vidya means knowledge education avidya means ignorance illiteracy illiteracy here according to vedic conception of vidya knowledge means doesn't mean a formal school education like what we are having in the in the in the society no that is actually con- classified as avidya vedic terminology of vidya is not this examinations this this whatever primary secondary school all this is actually classified as avidya vidya means when you start to know that what is spirit and what is matter and who is the controller of both so this is actual knowledge so unless you come to that pl- platform we are not in the platform of vidya we are we will be in the platform of avidya only so as long as we do not know who we are we are in avidya because a phd holder he doesn't know who he is if you ask him who you are oh i am a phd i am a doctor this so and so yeah that's that's your qualification or credential in this according to the body that will be finished when the body dies but who are you uh, he cannot answer he doesn't know so that means his vidya has not even started yet vidyarambham upanayana samskar means vidyarambham uh, arambha means start upanayana samskar when brahmins you know they get the janeu the the sacred thread so that means he has started his education in spiritual life uh, vidyarambham not avidyarambham nowadays uh, school admission is uh, you know when you start that is like upanayanam but it is upanayanam to what upanayanam to upanayanam means go nearer go nearer to the lord that is upanayana so that means when one gets initiated diksha then he goes nearer to the lord now he has accepted the first step of adav guruvashrayam sadharma pricha uh, this is the first thing that a human being should do he has to surrender to a bona fide spiritual master and sadharma pricha inquire from him about the process of devotional service so that is the first thing that a human being should do if he has not done it he is not even qualified as a human being yet he is just a dvipada pashu two legged animal so um, animals are all in avidya they are completely ignorance they are illiterate so everybody who doesn't anybody who doesn't take to the spiritual culture of krishna consciousness he is a illiterate according to vedic conclusion so avidya what the avidya does karma samgyanya tritiya shaktirishite what is this avidya nations means ignorance or godlessness so and karma fruitive activity samgya known as anya another third tritiya shaktirishite shakti he means potency ishate means is accepted as now we'll see the translation the internal potency of the supreme lord vishnu is spiritual as verified by the shastras there is another spiritual potency tathapara known as kshetragnya kshetragnya kya tathapara so vishnu shakti para prokta prokta means as verified by the shastras para means spiritual there is another spiritual energy tathapara kshetragnya kya tathapara second energy which is also spiritual but then why you can just classify it as one right one spiritual energy why one spiritual energy and the second is also another spiritual energy why all can be lumped as one spiritual energy right but no there is a category because we are minute 
spiritual sparks so we can be overpowered by either the so that we will understand as we read on so known as kshetragnya or the living entity the third potency remember in the purport we said the third energy so the third potency which is known as nescience makes the living entity godless and fills him with fruitive activity fruitive activity means what is fruitive activity some some fruit candy no activity means to do something so fruitive means action and reaction like if you sow a seed that is the action and then when the seed grows up i mean the action is considered to i mean compared to a seed so with every action with every thought with every word that we what we are saying or doing we are actually sowing seeds of karma so accordingly according to the nature of the activity pious seeds or sinful seeds and different degrees of sinful seeds different degrees of pious seeds according to the activity that we have performed or the words that we have said so we are sowing the seeds of all these activities now in time they will grow germinate and grow and then finally they will grow into a tree and then bear fruit and when the fruit ripens that's when the fruit of those activities we have to experience so when i sow a mango seed it will take some time for the mango fruit to come and that's when i um, enjoy the reaction of that action of sowing the seed so this is called fruitive activity that means actions which produce material reactions so any pious or sinful all are called fruitive activities that's why it's called fruitive activity because then you may say every activity has a fruit right so why you should say fruitive activity we can just say activities because every activity will have a fruit but no there is something called akarma uh, so karma means sanctioned action those which are um, sanctioned by the shastras okay do like this then the, the result we get that is pious activity and those act, actions which are not sanctioned by the shastras the scriptures so they are sinful activities they are called vikarma so karma and vikarma these produce um, pious results pious fruits these produce sinful fruits so sinful reactions sinful situations we get into pain because of sinful seeds that we have sown sometime in the past we get some happiness because of some pious seeds that we have sown in the past so this is how it works so there is karma and vikarma but then there is another activity which is beyond this level which is called akarma that means these activities have no reaction in this material world so that is called devotional service when one serves krishna he is not doing sinful activity he is also not doing pious activity he is doing more than pious even if you are pious activity if you if you have if you have done pious activity it is not good because with that we have to come back into this world maybe in a good family in a good maybe beautiful features maybe good intelligence maybe very rich very cultured family but still that doesn't mean that there is not going to be any suffering the sufferings of birth old age disease death adibhautik what is that daibhutatma hetavah nadhayo vyadhayo vyadhaya klesha so there is there are sufferings from the demigods like the you know what is that natural calamities 
and then there is sufferings from our own body our mind so because of physical or mental infirmities and then there are also given by others like insects or enemies or you know anybody like i mean in the society so there are all these things so we are receiving suffering whether one is intelligent or not the mosquito will bite him and you'll get malaria if he has to get malaria he will get whether it's not that oh this is be- a beautiful pious person so he will not get malaria no he will get disease vyadhi is there oh this pious person therefore death will not come no he will come old age or never mind he is a pious man let him remain young no so these so called pious activities are not good because after all you have to suffer the same distresses as the sinful person just that the sinful person does some extra experiences even extra more extra uh, pains but even the pious person has pains both both are painful situation only so none is actually recommended in the bhagavad gita or the, in the shrimad bhagavatam what is recommended is akarma do devotional service with that sinful and pious all sinful all all karmic activity is completely burnt and one goes back to godhead we will we can escape this material world when all there is no more seeds to fructify understand so when there are no more seeds to produce fruits our material existence is finished as long as this that's why in the bible it is said as you sow so shall you reap this is the law of karma so when, once there are no more seeds of fruitive activity that's it that is naishkarmyam apyachuta bhava varjitam naishkarmyam naishkarmyam so that means no more the end of fruitive activity pious or sinful so that is akarma so here the third potency which is known as nescience which is the bahiranga shakti which is maya which is this world of illusion makes the living entity godless and fills him with fruitive activity we are always doing something fills him we are filled up with our activities we are never idle for a for a while even if we are idle we are doing something with our mind thinking or maybe watching something and when we are watching we are thinking we are doing something with our we can't remain doing anything are uh, doing nothing so we have to do something so that is explained also you see in the bhagavad gita it is said third chapter fifth verse so it is said that we are forced to do see nahi kashchit kshanam api jadu tishthat yakarma krit karyate hi avashah karma sarvah prakriti jayar gunai everyone is forced to act helplessly according to the qualities he has acquired from the modes of material nature therefore no one can refrain from doing something not even for a moment this is called karma avidya karma samgyanya tritiya shakti rishyate so this is what is meant the third potency will which will fill him with godlessness that's why here everybody is has forgotten god they don't know who god is or they may have slight inclination toward god or some may be little more but that is not our natural position our natural position is to be completely fully immersed in the service of krishna that is our purest position but now we are contaminated with so much muck on top that we have not such uh, such free flow of love like a magnet a magnet will attract iron like anything 
pull the magnet will pull the iron like with force if the magnet is strong if a strong magnet is placed all metal pieces especially iron will come and smash into the magnet irresistibly that is if the iron is pure but if it is rusted it will not be attracted so easily there is a uh, there is a study i mean it's not a big study it's just like anybody can do this you put a magnet and some iron filings and some rusted iron filings so when you put it put the magnet among the iron filings immediately everything gets stuck to the magnet but if you put near the rusted iron filings they will just move slightly you see that's it they will move but they very slightly so that is our position now we are not so easily attracted by the lord we are just like very slight attraction that's why somebody a, a boy loves a girl why he loves the girl yes he loves the body of the girl but why he loves the body of the girl if the body of a d- dead girl is given to him he will not enjoy uh, he will enjoy the body of a living girl why because the soul is there yes he is interested in the body but actually because the soul is in the body he is interested in the body in a dead body he will not be interested now why is he interested in, i mean why is he attached or attracted because the soul is there because the soul is a part and parcel of the supreme soul so his actual love is towards krishna but it has transformed into this this very feeble attraction to the body of one single part and parcel of krishna so this is a very feeble attraction like the rusty iron filings so that's what we have now we have very very feeble and very perverted attraction for krishna so that is called godlessness so it fills him with fruitive activity you know with desires and then i want to do something and each time we do something it will easily produce pious or sinful reactions every single second we are sowing a seed maybe even multiple seeds a second so just imagine i mean you you know you can never finish this karma but with what happens with krishna bhakti is aprarabdha phalam papam kutam bijam phalonmukam you see this this is also from vishnu puran sorry padma puran aprarabdha phalam papam kutam bijam i will take out the actual verse you see aprarabdha phalam papam kutam bijam phalonmukam kramenaiva praliyeta vishnu bhaktiratatmanam there are different stages of dormant reactions dormant reactions means you have sown the seed but you have not gotten the fruit yet then we may think oh i did something but i yeah i did this is sinful sinful activity i killed a chicken and i ate and nothing happened see i'm still living uh, as much living as him yeah because fruit has not come yet <laughs> let it come uh, then yes it will hit karma will hit badly so aprarabdha phalam papam so the phalam of the fruit maybe in a different stages maybe just the seed was just sown or maybe the germination has just happened and the sapling just came out the you know and then maybe it is a little plant now or maybe it's you know just a little bigger plant or maybe it's just a tree now fresh leaves are you know coming and then maybe now the flowering part and then maybe the fruit is be- you know is bearing fruit or then when the fruit actually ripens ah that is when the reaction will hit but now this verse says krame kramenaiva praliyeta vishnu bhakti varatatmanam aprarabdha phalam papam kutam bijam phalonmukham now you see what is the what is the meaning there are different stages of dormant reactions to sinful activities to be observed in a sinful life 
sinful reactions may be just waiting to take effect phalon mukha phala unmukha just going to ripen means it is the reaction of a past sin is just going to manifest you know it may be in that stage or reactions may be still further dormant maybe still further back not yet in the fruit maybe you know kuta you see the the word in the sanskrit is called kuta so still more further dormant you know it has not come to the maybe it's not fruit it's not bearing fruit yet maybe it's just flowering or maybe even before that so still there is time for that reaction to take effect or the reactions may be in a seed like state bija just sown seed like in any case all types of sinful reactions are vanquished one after another if a person engages in the devotional service of lord vishnu the devotional service is so powerful that not only the devotional service itself has no reaction in this material world it's not good not bad it's higher than good and bad transcendental not only that but it also the fire of that devotional service is so strong that it burns up all this good and bad uh, reactions so nirdahati karmani nirdahati dahati see we'll take out that verse dahati means burnt up nirdahati means completely burnt up यस्वेन्द्रगोपम अथवेन्द्रम ओके सो दिस इज अ वर्ड्स फ्रॉम ब्रह्म संहिता यस्वेन्द्रगोपम अथवेन्द्र महोस्व कर्म बन्धानुरूप फल भाजन मातनोति कर्माणि निर्दहति किन्तु च भक्ति भाजम गोविंदमादिपुरुषम तमहम भजामि यू सी व्हाट इज द मीनिंग वर्ड टू वर्ड यह गोविंद टू इंद्रगोपम द स्मॉल रेड इंसेक्ट इट्स अ स्मॉल रेड इंसेक्ट कॉल्ड इंद्रगोपा अथवा indram to indra the king of heaven from the insect to the king of heaven everybody svakarma aho svakarma bandha anurupa so of one's own fruitive activities bandha means bondage anurupa according to phala reactions phala bhajanam uh, enjoying or suffering atanoti bestows so from the indra down to the ant uh, everybody is you know in bondage of svakarma svakarma bandha anurupa phalabhajanam uh, they are enjoying or suffering the fruits of their phala means fruit so fruit of their actions uh, indra he got his position as indra because he has done some pious activities in the past so much pious activities that he has now become indra so that is also he is undergoing his reaction of his karma and the insect because some sinful activity did he is now in an insect's body so he is also suffering his karma so both are phalabhajanam they are eating their own fruits of whatever seeds they have sown okay now karmani nirdahati all activities and their reactions karmani nirdahati means destroyed daha dahati means actually 
fire burns. Hmm. What is that? Nainam chindanti sastrani, nainam dahati pavakaha. The soul can, nainam chindanti sastrani, the soul cannot be cut by weapons, and nainam dahati pavakaha, the soul cannot be burnt by fire. So, dahati means burns. And here, nirdahati. Nirdahati means completely burnt. Without any trace of any leftovers. Like that. As they say, burnt to the cribs. That's what it is. Nirdahati. Kintucha bhakti bhajam. Of persons engaged in devotional service. To who? Govindam adipurusham tamaham bhajami. So, what is the meaning? I adore... Okay, this is Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's English. It's very, very complicated for our times. We are used to SMS language, which is like terrible grammar. So, this is very, very polished, very, very polished English. So, sometimes it may just go over the head, way past the head. So, try to understand the meaning. I adore the primeval Lord Govinda who burns up to their roots. See, not burning up just on the surface, burn to the roots of the grass. You know, when you burn to the roots, the grass, no chance to revive anymore. So, that is called Nirdahati. I adore the primeval Lord Govinda who burns up to the roots all fruitive activities of those who are imbued with devotion. So, if we perform devotional service, he removes all our, that's what he promises in Bhagavad Gita. What is he said? Sarvadharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja aham tvam sarvapapebhyo mokshaishyami masuchaha. So he says, if you surrender to me, all sinful activities are burnt up. And impartially ordains for each the due enjoyment of the fruits of one's activities, of which, oh sorry, of all those who walk in the path of work. In accordance with the chain of their previously performed works, no less in the case of the tiny insect that bears the name of Indra Gopa than in that of Indra, the king of the Devas. So, if you have not understood that, it basically means that all people in this world, not only this world, the entire universe, our Brahma Bhuvana Loka, everybody from, from Brahma down to the ant, everybody is reaping the reactions of their previous actions. But with devotional service, whatever was the previous actions, whether it was pious or impious, everything burnt up and one goes back to Godhead. So this, with this understanding, let's go back to the verse. So still we are in the beginning of the purport. We are already one hour into the session. So, I hope this is very clear now of what is Antaranga Shakti, Bahiranga Shakti, Tatastha Shakti. So, this is called Antaranga Shakti or Eternal Potency. The second is called Tatastha Shakti. As already explained in a previous session in the Strengthening Foundations, we will explain it here because... So, basically, Tata means bank of a river or the beach of the ocean. So, the beach, in, in Hindi also it is kind of... Beach, as you say, beach ka bandar. <laughs> there is a game, a middle monkey. You know, you know, they throw the ball and then with this middleman, he must catch it. If, if he catches it, then the person who threw the ball, he will become the middle monkey. So, like that. So, beach 
is actually in Hindi is beach, but because it is between water and land. What is a beach? It is land, but it can be sometimes covered with water when it's high tide, then it goes over. So it then it is considered water. It is it's the ocean. Or when it is low tide, oh this is land. So sometimes it is considered land, sometimes it is considered water. But actually it is always land. It is only covered by water and it's, it looks like it is part of the ocean. But actually it is always land. But the land will never get covered by the ocean. Always uncovered. And the ocean is always covered. That is always water. So the, the, the beach that is called Tata. Tata Stha. Stha means situated. Sthanam means place, situated, stha, sthiti, uh, this is all same, same derivative, same root word. So, stha means, tatastha means one who is on the, at the beach, tatastha shakti. Uh, so, sometimes we are uncovered by maya, then we exhibit our pure spiritual uh, constitutional position. Not now, now we are completely in the maya, in, you know, completely submerged in the waters. So, when Nitya Siddha or one who is in the spiritual world, he does not, uh, he is not under the uh, marginal, but he can come under the, sorry, not marginal, the avidya, the third nations, he can come under the influence of that, but those who never come under the influence, they are always in the Nitya Siddha. So, but we are prone to always fall here or under the Yoga Maya or under the Mahamaya. So that is why we call Tatastha Shakti the borderline energy of the Lord or the marginal margin between the spiritual and material world. So, the first is called Antaranga Shakti, internal potency. The second is called Tatastha Shakti or marginal potency. The third is called Bahiranga Shakti or external potency. The living entities constitute the marginal potency and they are situated between the internal and external potencies. Being subordinate as eternal servants of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Jivatmas or atomic living entities which we are, Keshagra Satabhagasa Satadhakalpitasya, we are one ten thousandth part of the tip of the hair. So we are very, very small, that is atomic. So being subordinate as eternal servants of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Jivatmas or atomic living entities must remain under the control of either the internal or external potency. When they are under the control of the internal potency, they display their natural constitutional activity, namely constant engagement in the devotional service of the Lord. This is stated in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 9, text 13. Mahatmanastu mampartha daivim prakritimashritah bhajantyananya manaso jnyatva bhutadimavyayam O son of Pritha, those who are not deluded, the great souls are under the protection of the divine nature. That is the Yoga Maya, the Antaranga Shakti. They are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, original and inexhaustible. They are fully engaged in devotional service. That is the symptom of one who is under the Daivim Prakriti. And he is called a Mahatma. Not simply somebody who is serving the country. Like in India, they call Gandhi as Mahatma Gandhi. That who gave the title of Mahatma? The people. So here, who gives the title? When somebody gives, gets an award, like say, Nobel Prize, who, who gives the Nobel Prize? Some beggar on the street? No, it is, a, it is an authorized body, which is, you know, very reputed and it will, uh, so after seeing all the qualifications, then you'll give, they will give the Nobel Prize, right? 
so uh, the title or award must be given not by people you know come on they don't know what is the aim of life who are they what authority do they have so mahatma means krishna must certify him as a mahatma not not the people in general so krishna's definition of mahatma is this mahatmanastu maam partha daivim prakritim aashrita bhajanti ananya manaso gyatva bhutadim avyayam unstoppably they are irresistibly they are serving krishna always another place it is said um, definition of mahatma in chapter 7 text 19 bahunam janmanam ante gyanavan maam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti sa mahatma and sudurlabha he is not very easily available uh, he is mahatma who who has uh, what is that bahunam janmanam after many many births of cultivating knowledge gyanavan when he actually becomes really knowledgeable then what he does maam prapadyate he surrenders to krishna knowing him knowing krishna or vasudeva vasudevam sarvamiti he understands that krishna is everything he surrenders to krishna he gives up his ego and then okay i am an eternal servant of krishna i just surrender i will serve to i will serve krishna sa mahatma he is mahatma so krishna has to certify the mahatma so so that is mahatmas the word mahatma refers to those who are broad minded mahatma or udharadhi broad minded udharadhi or not crippled minded crippled minded persons always engaged in service, satisfying their senses sometimes expand their act- activities in order to do good for others through some ism like nationalism humanitarianism or altruism they may reject personal sense gratification for the sense gratification of others like the members of their family community or society either national or international actually all this is extended sense gratification for, from personal to communal to social do you understand that these are people think oh there is such a self sacrifice you know like you know is doing good to the world you know some maybe doing some humanitarian activities but the vedas don't have a very high estimation of such activities because they are still on the same bodily concept humanitarian means what you are only catering to the humans what about the animals or oh, then there are animal uh, act, uh, what um, uh, what is that called activists animal activists who oh, don't kill fine so it is still extended sense gratification because until it reaches the source of everything which is krishna until they work for that they can work for humans they can work for animals they can maybe the plants are dying or some people have a plant movement or save the trees uh, you can do all these things you know but you will not include everybody and anybody including krishna when you actually include krishna then that is proper swarthakati uh, real self interest otherwise it is concentrated self interest or extended self interest like if a soldier is greatly you know um, uh, what glorified oh he is a valiant soldier soldier is to be respected you know they give up their lives they they risk their lives and you know they risk their uh, security of their families to go and die for the country they glorified <clears throat> because they have given up a smaller sense gratification for a bigger sense gratification 
when you make a sacrifice for a bigger cause he is glorified anybody <clears throat> but he fights for his own country because he was born there or he belongs to that country so again that is an extended selfishness because my country because the body was born there it's all based on the bodily concept it's extension of the bodily concept only therefore bhaumaijyadhi patriotism is condemned in bhagavatam condemned patriotism bhaumaijyadhi saeva gokhara it is said he is an animal who <coughs> is a patriotist he is a patriot of a country he is an animal because a real human being does not identify with the body or of the things that so called belong to the body bodily identification bodily identification just doesn't mean oh i i am thinking i am this body i am looking into the mirror yes that is also bodily concept but if i think that this is my family that is also bodily concept oh i i have uh, sacrificed my blood and sweat to earn for my family members i worked hard day and night yeah but you work hard for your own family there is extended selfishness that's what here it is said they may reject you see crippled minded persons always engaged in satisfying their senses sometimes expand their activities in order to do good for others through some ism like nationalism humanitarianism or altruism they may reject personal sense gratification for the sense gratification of others still they are providing for their sense gratification not for their spiritual upliftment even though like animal rights or you know uh, uh, save the trees or whatever even if it is more than human all or humanitarian like maybe building school or whatever all that there is is just service to the body if you want to spiritually help the humans then you have to spread the message of krishna consciousness and how to spiritually help animals and give them prasadam whatever and actually nature is taking care of everybody we think you know of course we are encroaching people are encroaching okay there are meat eaters so these animal activists they come and say oh don't eat meat don't kill animals for leather and this and that but that is not where the problem started they are killing because their hearts are impure um if they become krishna conscious and understand <coughs> that every living entity so hridam sarvabhutanam krishna is the well-wisher of every living entity not just of the humans not just of their own particular faith of religion whatever they're following no he is a well-wisher of everybody so when we understand that oh then the devotee automatically he refrains from such violence so all the good qualities that may be represented by this or that activist group are all automatically included in a devotee automatically the devotee doesn't harm the animals automatically the devotees don't uh, you know uh, what is that uh, deforestation it doesn't need it simple living high thinking uh, not that you know you know destroy the nature and then my uh my industry my factory must come up here and then my ugra karma all the horrible works all must start here no that's what a devotee is so he doesn't automatically he doesn't harm, harm the whole environment you know all this global warming is going on pollution is going all this is why because of crippled minded people and now there are activist groups oh uh, save the planet are uh, they started a problem for the planet now there is a uh, save the planet initiative oh there is a big welfare activity <coughs> you create a problem and then you create some come come up with a so called solution and call, give it a big uh, you know like a award oh such a good work they are doing what the good work they are doing they just undoing whatever the nonsense work they have done so that's what the so called good work so it is just 
you know pollute the planet and say save the planet and then uh, deforest the deforest the trees or oh, then oh, save the trees oh kill the animals and then say save the animals oh uh, discriminate against this race and that race or oh, then talk about equality what are they doing they are just trying to counteract the so called nonsense they have done that's all but the real thing the atonement as we have studied in the previous verse yesterday the real atonement is when the heart changes and then the heart changes only with devotional service when we get back to our constitutional position of serving krishna then our heart changes all these thing <clears throat> things that are represented by all these different activist groups the good qualities in them automatically exist in the devotee because of this so let's go on so they may reject personal sense gratification for the grat- sense gratification of others like the members of their family community or society either national or international actually all this is extended sense gratification from personal to communal to social this may all be very good from the material point of view but such activities have no spiritual value zero spiritual value the basis of such activity is sense gratification either personal or extended only when a person gratifies the senses of the supreme lord can he be called a mahatma or broad minded person until then he is a narrow minded tunnel vision person you know what's tunnel vision it's a defect in the eyesight they can only see just in front of their eyes up down this side this side it just blacks out so the peripheral vision is completely gone it's just like <clears throat> tunnel vision so they're narrow mindedness they don't see the whole picture you know so that's the problem with materialists even though they may be extended oh a humanitarian as if he's a big cause no according to vedas it's still crippled minded it is still not broad minded he's not a mahatma yet yes the tendency to gratify other senses is there gratify the human senses or animal senses or plants or whatever but when we satisfy the senses of krishna that is mahatma because when yasmin tushte jagat tushte so once the lord is satisfied the whole world will be satisfied all the problems of the world is because the lord is being offended lord is being you know completely neglected you know so all this sinful activities will sprout and all it will become in such big problem now with this virus and all why because it built up built up the karma is building up and the volcano has just erupted so it's like that <clears throat> in the above quoted verse from bhagavad gita the words daivim prakritim refer to the control of the internal potency or pleasure potency of the supreme personality of godhead this pleasure potency is manifested as shrimati radharani so the external potency is durga but the internal potency is represented by yogamaya or even still shrimati radharani especially the haladini shakti in antaranga shakti which is internal potency which is a spiritual potency it is also divided into many broadly into three uh, samvit sandhini haladini so three shaktis so anyway we will go through that so out of the three the haladini potency is the pleasure potency sandhini uh, samvit 
sorry sandhini shakti is the existential potency on which everything exists eternal eternally <clears throat> that is the eternal part i mean it is the energy due to which everything is eternal in the spiritual world that is sandhini energy then samvit like we say sat chit ananda sat means eternal why in the spiritual world everything is eternal because of the sandhini potency then chit full of knowledge why because of samvit potency is full of knowledge there is no ignorance there everybody knows that they are servant of krishna everybody serves krishna so that is samvit and then haladini ananda haladini is uh, ananda is caused by haladini potency so these three so that pleasure potency that haladini potency the supreme personality godhead manner as shrimati radhani or expansion lakshmi the goddess of fortune when the individual jiva souls are under the control of the internal energy their only engagement is the satisfaction of krishna or vishnu this is the position of a mahatma if one is not a mahatma he is a duratma that means a bad soul duratma soul is not bad or good soul is actually by in the pure state always good but when as much as it is covered by material qualities it is given different names <clears throat> so duratma means one who is um, Uh, he is not a mahatma he is not a great soul he is a, he is a rascal or a cripple minded person such mentally crippled duratmas are put under the control of the lord's external energy so mahatmas under the internal energy duratmas under the external energy Now, what is that naham prakasha sarvasyam yoga maya samavrata mudhoyam nabhi janati mam ebhya paramavya mudha mudha means rascal all the duratmas so they are under the mahamaya so durga is mahamaya whereas yogamaya like uh, jagannath baladev subhadra subhadra is yogamaya radharani radharani is yogamaya the chief yogamaya is radharani her expansions are subhadra and lakshmi and all this. so they are yogamaya and mahamaya is durga so that is external potency in charge of punishing the sinful souls anybody anybody even the so called pious if they are not devotees actually it is all sinful only it is just a degree of sinful so less sinful or more sinful that's all we in this material world we take it as pious or sinful but actually all desires except devotional service service to the lord or satisfaction of krishna is a sinful desire it is just lesser sinful desire or more sinful desire but all are sinful just like um, you know in pollution you know you know there are emission standards for the car like uh, euro 4 euro 5 i think now is the standard or maybe euro 6 has come up i don't know so say euro 5 oh it is a gold standard in uh, emission uh, what is that um, least i mean least emission from the vehicles now it may be considered as a good thing oh no so this vehicle is euro 4 standard or euro 5 standard emission so certified so that certificate is like a badge of honor and like you know it's it's the best it's you know very nice but actually what it is it is still pollution it is just less pollution but you give it a title like it is something that you know as if it's good but it is bad it is only less bad compared to the the black smoke coming out of the emission you know from the car you know, that is that is you know euro zero or you know i don't know <laughs> so compared to that black smoke the smoke which is not so visible is like euro 5 is almost looks like there's no smoke coming out from the car uh, 
that is oh it's a, it's a good thing but actually it's not a good thing it is still pollution and now they say you know electricity or oh, electric car is very good but it's just a displaced pollution what i mean when a car you know ex- exhaust is there the pollution is right there where the car is one but with electric car what is happening somewhere some coal is being burned some fossil fuel if it is with water that's fine solar fine wind fine but at the moment not all energy comes from solar very small percentage comes from that that kind of um, clean energy sources it comes from fossil fuels like coal and or oil or something like that so <clears throat> the burning of that and that smoke is some uh, happening somewhere else it's not happening at the car yes but it's happening somewhere else so it's still pollution it is still considered like oh this is very good electric car still there is different way of pollution going on so but we say this is good but actually it is just different degrees of bad different degrees of pollution so similarly the so called pious or sinful activities are actually different degrees of sinful activities we just give them a pious name you know them something which to which to be uh, coveted but so that at least the people in general they are inclined to actually at least purify themselves to a little bit lessen their pollution but ultimately to come to the point of no pollution that is spiritual complete liberation from material existence so now durat mahatmas under yoga maya duratmas under mahamaya now indeed all living entities within this material world are under the control of mahamaya whose business is to subject them to the influence of threefold miseries now mahamaya is durga durga has a trishul trishul there are three spokes why prove some new fashion fashion weapon you know just you know straight one line you know like a spear like they're not so fun they put three no there is a meaning also there why there is three trishul so this trishul and you know the, if you see the mahishasura mardini you know the durga when she kills the mahishasura the, the thrill goes straight into the heart of the demon so this all has significance so we are being represented by the mahishasura we are that mini mahishasura everyone of mini mahima as long as we are in the material world we are mahishasura we are an asura we have been neglecting krishna so that trishul are the three kinds of klesha three kinds of problems what are those whose business under the control of mahaya whose business is to subject them to the influence of the threefold miseries what is that daivik klesha sufferings caused by the god such as droughts quakes and bombs hmm adhi daivik klesha and adhibhutik klesha sufferings caused by other living things like <coughs> insects or enemies and adhik klesha suf- caused by one's own body and mind such as mental and physical infirmities daiva bhutatma hetavah the conditioned soul souls subjected to these three miseries by the control of the external energy suffer various difficulties this is the meaning of trishul adhi daivik adhi bhautik adhi adhyatmik klesha and miseries where it hurts it hurts the heart when the drought happens when the you know when the earthquake happens and everything's lost and you know or lives are lost it affects the heart you you feel sad you feel so pained in the heart you may physically also feel pain but heart is the center of all pain because there is a there is a seat of feelings right so that's why the trishul is at the heart we oh mahishasur mardini we are the mahishasur come on <laughs> so we have to come out of this we are being pierced by that so we have to come out of this uh, that is only possible by devotional service 
So anyone who, who anybody who doesn't want to be a devotee of Krishna, Durga's job is to pierce them with the Trishul in the heart. Hmm. So the main Daiva Bhutatma Hetavaha. So when I saw this, uh, I just this must be some verse. So I, it is actually a verse. So it's a very nice verse. Actually, Prabhupada quotes this sometimes, even when he's talking. Daiva Bhutatma Hetavaha. You see. <clears throat> I think Kanto 1 chapter 10 text 16 or 1.16.10. So Nadhayo Vyadha Yahaklesha Daiva Bhutatma Hetavaha Ajata Shatra Vabhavan Jantunam Ragnikar Hichet. So the number is not showing properly, but actually it's Kanto 1 chapter 16 verse 10. 1.16.10. Nadhayo Vyadha Yahaklesha. Oh. Okay, because of the kings having no enemy, the living beings were not at any time disturbed by mental agonies, diseases and excessive heat or cold. Okay, this is translated in this way. It is actually, but if we actually do the word to word, nadhaya, adhaya means, adhaya means anxieties. So, na adhaya, so in, in sandhi it becomes nadhayo, this is grammatical rule, but actually it's nadhaya, na adhaya, Vyadhayaha Klesha. Adhaya means anxieties. Anxieties are usually caused by other living entities. Bhuta. Vyadhayaha diseases, own body. Atma. Bhuta. Bhuta means not just ghosts, but Bhuta means general living entities. So by others. So misery is caused by others. Adhi Bhautik. Bhautik means caused by Bhuta. Uh, other living entities, Adibhuta. So, Adibhautik. So, <coughs> Adhiatmik, Adhyatmik. Atmik means caused by Atma. So, Bhuta Atma. So, therefore, Nadhayaha, Vyadhayaha, Klesha. Klesha means natural disturbances, difficulties like excessive heat or cold or some natural calamity. So, this is, this happens by three causes. Daiva Bhutatma Hetavaha. Daiva means by the demigods. Bhuta means by others, Atma means my own body and mind. Hetavaha means cause. The cause of Nadhaya, Adhaya, Vyadhaya, Adhaya, Vyadhaya and Klesha is because of Daiva Bhuta Atma Hetavaha. But these were not existent in the kingdom of uh, Parikshit Maharaj because he was such a great king. So that is the verse. But Daiva Bhuta Atma Hetavaha is here. Nadhaya, Vyadhaya, Klesha, Daiva Bhuta Atma Hetavaha. So, these things are the Trishul by which Durga pierces us. The conditioned souls subjected to these three miseries by the control of the external energy suffer various difficulties. The main problem confronting the conditioned souls is the repetition of birth, old age, disease and death. That is the main problem. Apart from the threefold miseries caused by own body or you know uh, others or you know the demigods, there is the four perennial problems of birth, death, old age and disease. Actually, all these are adhyatmic basically. A disease can sometimes be adhibhautik. Maybe other mosquito come and bites and get malaria or dengue or now the virus. So, sometimes and sometimes it is just body is too weak or something like that. So, birth, death, old age and, and death can happen by adhyatmic or adhibhautik or adhidaivik. 
either by natural calamity or by somebody murdering or by disease caused by insects or just out of old age and dies failure of organs so old age is basically a, the body and birth is the body and others because the parents cause the birth so that is another painful activity so in this way always in trouble in this material world in the material one has to work for the maintenance of the body and soul but how can one perform such work in a way that is favorable for the execution of krishna consciousness now we are coming to the point after one and a half hours into the session we are kind of coming to the point now what are the six things to be avoided in the devotional service so we are spiritual part and spiritual energy marginal energy so the those who are uh, i mean pure souls they are under the protection of the spiritual energy and those who are under the uh, duratmas those who are you know rascals they are under the material energy now being situated in this material energy how to purify ourselves in material energy means we are stuck we are we have to work we have to you know for maintenance and everything so being situated like that how can we make it now favorable to krishna consciousness so that we can come out of it and to do that what needs to be done what n- needs not to be done or what should not be done so in this verse it is about what should not be done so next verse tomorrow is what should be done hopefully we can finish this today i don't know we are just you can just scrolling bar even half way yet but uh, we will try. at least this background understanding should be there so that you clearly understand main we can always split up into two sessions but the point is the message must be clearly understood in full context that is the whole idea so now that we are stuck how we can work in a way that is favorable for the execution of krishna consciousness so everyone requires possessions such as food grains clothing money and other things necessary for the maintenance of the body but one should not collect more than necessary for his actual basic needs if this natural principle is followed there will be no difficulty in maintaining the body according to nature's arrangement living entities lower on the evolutionary scale do not eat or collect more than necessary have you noted that living entities lower on the evolutionary scale do not eat or collect more than necessary consequently in the animal kingdom there is generally no economic problem or scarcity of necessities if a bag of rice is placed in a public place birds will come to eat a few grains and go away a human being however will take away the whole bag he will eat all his stomach can hold and then try to keep the rest in storage according to scriptures this collecting of more than necessary atyahara is prohibited now the entire world is suffering because of it it's true so we don't work for our necessity we always try to you know stock up now when the covid thing you know announced everybody panic buying store store more than necessary atyahara atyahara and the store toilet papers and you know to store some i don't know maybe somebody's people the the vegetables have rotten in their houses or what so much storage no place to keep but this is the thing and when they do that others will not get it that's why every government every all over the world is saying don't don't panic buy just just you know buy what you need and that's exactly what we need to do in the material world we just have to work for our bare necessities what you need that's it don't encroach as long as you do that simple living 
the whole world is more than necessary and more than enough to provide for 70 billion people forget about 7 billion 70 billion people can be easily fed but the problem is we hoard that is the problem we 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 don't need a, a rich man he has four or five cars why he needs four or five cars each each person one one car why the poor man is living with more maybe more members in his family than the rich man but he is going in a bus or what you can always go but they want more when it is not needed it is not needed it's unnecessary that is called anartha anartha means unnecessary things so the animal doesn't have this problem and in animal this way you see how it is said in animal life animal kingdom there is no economic problem we have big economics you know big bachelor of economics master of economics and then big economic experts speaking you know big big share market this and that we have unnecessarily complicated the whole thing we just need what some food shelter and clothing what is the big big share market this that this what is always going on where is it needed for the our existence we have complicated things to an extent that we have forgotten why we have even done all this and they're just you know riding on that wave of unnecessary nonsense and thinking oh if i did not i i, I lost those shares or i lost this uh, i lost this bet on the football match or something these are unnecessary the football was unnecessary and the betting on top of that was another unnecessary layer and layering of unnecessary things so this is what we have built up our life on so we have to come back strip everything naked and then just the very basic necessities and then rest of the time spend in krishna consciousness that's the whole idea this is called atyahara now the entire world is suffering because of it collecting and eating more than necessary also causes prayasa or unnecessary endeavor now the next point first is atyahara atyahara also means overeating eating more than necessary for a person interested in spiritual life just eat yuktahara viharasya yukta cheshtasya karmasu yukta svapnavabhodasya yoga bhavati dukkha so a yogi must be regulated in his eating sleeping and everything recreation and work so you eat too much then become uh, engrossed in sense gratification and that is not good uh, Prabhupada said it is, it is the chanting is more effective when uh, done when uh, while fasting when we after eating you you try to chant it is different from chanting before eating it is different so the focus you have before eating you will not have the same after eating especially after a full meal you're finished you can't even focus on anything so overeating is bad and then prayasa collecting and eating more than necessary also causes prayasa or unnecessary endeavor by god's arrangement anyone in any part of the world can live very peacefully if he has some land and a milk cow there's no need for man to move from one place to another to earn a livelihood see all this commuting you know all this rush hour commuting is an unnecessary thing man used to have his own house his own land cow that's it that's it he doesn't need to go anywhere to work but we have made such a complicated thing out of life that you know there's no time anywhere for self realization so there is no need for man to move from one place to another to earn a livelihood for one can produce food grains locally and get milk from cows that can solve all economic problems now you see the supply chains are you know supply chains are like broken you know having difficulty in getting supplies uh, 
you know it's all difficult in this time but imagine for a person who is having just a land and cows and is actually using the land for proper agriculture whether it is covid or non covid he will happily live he is not dependent on anything else that is independent living that's why prabhupada was always focusing on having farms and varnashram communities this is very important project but you know it is so much now we can understand if if one has a land and with all the crops and rice and everything what is the need to depend on any supermarket nothing we need we don't need to depend on anything we get our own milk we get our own grains our own vegetables we can cook and survive what else do we need actually prabhupada also started the weaving uh, this thing so devotees can weave their own cloth so once we get a hang of it weaving is actually can easily be done so cotton and weaving so food shelter and clothing that's all we need so then time can so for still activity fortunately man has been given higher intelligence for the cultivation of krishna consciousness or the understanding of god we all know we are more intelligent than animals that but that intelligence is for given to us for us to understand about god but so man has been given higher intelligence for the cultivation of krishna consciousness or the understanding of god one's relationship with him and the ultimate goal of life love of god unfortunately so called civilized man not caring for god realization utilizes his intelligence to get more than necessary and simply eat to satisfy the tongue by god's arrangement there is sufficient scope for the production of milk and grains for human beings all over the world but instead of using his higher intelligence to cultivate god consciousness so called intelligent men misuse their intelligence to produce many unnecessary and unwanted things thus factories slaughter houses brothels and liquor shops are opened all these are unnecessary nonsense if people are advised not to collect too many goods eat too much or work unnecessarily to possess artificial amenities they think they are being advised to return to a primitive way of life this is another thing if people are advised not to collect too many goods eat too much or work unnecessarily to possess artificial amenities they think they are being advised to return to a primitive way of life oh you are not advanced you are asking us to go back you know like uh, thousands of years into the past oh, you are not modern you are not you know, that's what they say uh, so you see this was the, this is what they feel you know all these and extra unnecessary things if you have ah uh, yeah, now you are now you are actually civilized when you don't have unnecessary things oh you don't have unnecessary things no, you are you are uncivilized what is this they think they are being advised to return to a primitive way of life generally people do not like to accept plain living and high thinking that is their unfortunate position human life is meant for god realization and the purpose sorry and the human being is given higher intelligence for this purpose those who believe that this higher intelligence is meant to attain a higher state should follow the instructions of the vedic literatures so those who are actually wanting to tap into the human potential otherwise if you're not working towards self realization we are still in the animal potential we're not working into the human potential humans if we want to be humans you know nowadays humans means uh, have feelings don't be a robot that's what human like they say oh have a human connection don't be a robotic salesman they say 
like don't just you know give your you know pitch just have that human connection you know that was they say now it's human connection means that but that's not human connection as even animals also have they also have feelings they convey their feelings their affection their hatred whatever they have they will, they will convey in their own way so just having that showing your feeling as opposed to a robot that is not human being human means i think there is a quote or oh, they say human being is about uh, is all about being human you know they say you know human being is all about being human what is being human good uh, nice nice sound bite oh oh good no oh, nice quote but what is the meaning human being is all about being human means what is human what, what is how is it different from the animals dharmo hitesham adhiko vishesho we have dharma as long as the dharma is not there only four things we are doing ahara nidra bhaya maithunam cha samanyam etat pashubhir naranam the same ahara nidra bhaya maithuna eating sleeping sex and fear these things are there even in the animals so if we have the same things then we are animals that is not being human that is being an animal so human being means or being human means this human life is meant for god realization meant for god realization and the human being is given higher intelligence for this purpose those who believe that this higher intelligence is meant to attain a higher state should follow the instructions of the vedic literatures now if they understand what is it what it means to be a human then the next thing is to follow the order of god because without the order of god it is just speculation again we'll just be animals so we have to now okay now i have to elevate myself religion religion god realization means i have to first of all hear what god wants me to hear uh, what is god telling first of all because uh, he has complete knowledge so i have to listen to him so that is the beginning of god realization we cannot realize god on our own you know in our own way no we cannot that is rubbish that is some hallucination that is some concoction god realization must be done as god gives us that's why bhagavad gita what is bhagavad gita song of god bhagavad means of god gita means song god personally spoke and his speech is so sweet that it is like a song bhagavad gita shri bhagavan uvacha you see all the shlokas how beautifully you can sing them huh? so this is bhagavad gita the word of god dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam kavim puranam anushasitaram anoraniyam samanusmaredya sarvasya dhataram achintya roopam aditya varnam tamasah parastat so beautiful you see all the verses in the bhagavad gita everything very beautiful so it's like a song so when god speaks he doesn't speak like vulgar words and all this stupid stupid speech like people have nowadays there's no grace in that speech at all graceless speech so god when god speaks the words that he uses and even his devotees like one arjuna he said senayor bhayor madhye ratham sthapayam achuta arjuna said ah achuta please um, place my place my chariot in between the two armies and krishna was his driver he placed the um, chariot in between the two armies it looks like a normal order because usually any uh, any warrior he would tell his um, charioteer to move the chariot and put there so it just looks like that but no if you see the wording 
सेनयोर उभयोर मध्ये मीन्स इन बिटवीन द आर्मीज रथम स्थापय मे अच्युत सो हीज ऑर्डरिंग येस प्लेस चॅरेट बिटवीन द टू आर्मीज ओ अच्युत अच्युत मीन्स यू नेवर फॉल डाऊन यू हॅव नॉट फॉलन डाऊन बाय ट्रेक टेकिंग द पोझिशन ऑफ अ चॅरेट युअर नाव आय एम ऑर्डरिंग यू बट प्लीज डोंट टेक ऑफेन्स दॅट आय एम ऑर्डरिंग यू आय आय हॅव नॉट फॉगॉटन युअर पोझिशन ॲज अच्युत यू विल नेवर फॉल डाऊन an ordinary charioteer ordinary driver ordinary taxi driver or cab driver he has to meet his end so he is driving he otherwise he will die you know he was he is struggling for his existence that way he drives drives so krishna is not driving because oh he if he doesn't drive he doesn't get a salary and then therefore his his wife and children are struggling there starving no he is achuta he is the provider of everything but he is driving so he is addressing him as achuta he is saying senor ubhavar madhye so then next question comes uh, if he is achuta how can arjuna have the audacity to order him yes achuta also means you will never fall down chuta means to fall down achuta means he never falls down and krishna promised that i will not fight and so your word you have given you will never fail in your statements whatever you have promised you will keep it so you will never fail ah uh, that, that therefore achuta so because you have agreed you have you said that you will be a charioteer and you will not take up weapons so because you have kept your promise therefore i cannot go against your promise your promise is that you will not fight and you will be my charioteer so that was your wish i cannot go against nobody can go against your wish and the the sun is revolving in its orbit because of fear of you the the moon is shining because of fear of you the yamaraj is killing everybody or punishing everybody because of fear of you the death is taking on its toll of everybody because of fear of you uh, so everybody is in under your will nobody can check your will so you are achuta i cannot at any time order you but it is your order that you you have asked me to order you so in order to fulfill your order your achuta order therefore i am asking i am requesting you please take my chariot there so you see how the the choice of words that are used the level is like a different world it's a different world so bhagavad gita is a song of god you know this meaningful poetic everything so to we have to hear dharmam to sakshat bhagavat pranitam and dharma means to hear first of all what god has to say we have heard enough what this maya has to say <clears throat> now we have to hear what god has to say and then starts god realization then by the his mercy he will reveal himself human life is meant for god realization and the human being is given higher intelligence for this purpose those who believe that this higher intelligence is meant to attain a higher state should follow the instructions of the vedic literatures by taking such instructions from higher authorities one can actually become situated in perfect knowledge and give real meaning to life in shrimad bhagavatam canto 1 chapter 2 verse verse 9 Sri Suta Goswami describes the proper human dharma in this way Dharmasya hyapa vargasya Dharmasya hyapa vargyasya narthorthayopakalpate narthasya dharmaikantasya kamolabhaya hismritah all occupational engagements or dharma are certainly meant for ultimate liberation they should never be performed for material gain furthermore one who is engaged in the ultimate occupational service dharma should never use material gain to cultivate sense gratification 
So, all occupational engagements, whatever occupation we are in, should are certainly meant for ultimate liberation. Nehayat karma dharmaya, na viragaya, na tirthapata sevaya, jivanapi mrutohisaha. That is stated by Devahuti. Nehayat karma dharmaya, na viragaya kalpate, na tirthapada sevaya, jivan na pimbratohisaha. Anyone whose work is not meant to elevate him to religious life. If the work that he is doing, if, his, if that work is not elevating him to religious life, okay, and if somebody has actually attained religious life, anyone whose religious ritualistic performances do not raise him to, this, to renunciation. He is doing all kind of rituals, you know, religious, but he is not becoming renounced. Or, one who has attained renunciation and anyone situated in renunciation that does not lead him to the devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead must be considered dead although he is breathing. So, if we are remaining stagnant that way, oh, I am Prabhu, my, my dharma is to work. Where is the dharma there? If the work is not meant to elevate him to religious life, you know, this stupid, you know, this, uh, what is it? Uh, Vivekananda has come and said, work is worship. Work is not worship. If the work does not give, you know, take you to the po- point of worship, it is not, it is, you are dead. His work is worship is rubbish. Work is not worship if you are not, when it is worship, it is worship when it is offered to Krishna. Yajnyarthat karmananyatra lokoyam karmabandhana. Yajnyarthat karmana. Uh, Bhagavad Gita says, th- chapter 3, text 9, Work for the satisfaction of Vishnu. Then your work is worship. So, there is a condition. Work is worship when it is a service to the Lord. Or when with that work which you are doing, you serve the Lord. With the results of that work. Everybody has to work. I mean, they have a job, they have whatever it is. The result of that must be given to Krishna. Otherwise, it is not worship. So, and then such work should really lead him to religious life. And if the work is a sinful work, oh Prabhu, I work in a pub, Prabhu, club, you know, the, I serve, I am a bartender. Then he is not only just st- remaining stagnant at work, but he is actually going down because his work is actually a sinful work. That is what called satovritte, means you have to do work which is honest and which is pure. Not, not, of course, no work is pure in this world. But at least don't directly engage in the sinful activities. Hmm. So anyone whose religious ritualistic performances do not raise him to renunciation. Many people do many oh this puja, that puja, this paran, that paran, oh, so many things. Never leaves his family for once also. There is a so-called heartwarming video of a COVID-19 patient, elderly man. For a materialist, all these are heartwarming, heart-touching, oh, like you know, everybody put a heart like and you know, all those hearts. But you know, <laughs> spiritually speaking, it's completely in ignorance. So, what happened? This man was in you know, a COVID patient and he's isolated in the hospital. And then his wife, he's I think maybe 70 or I don't know how old, and his wife is also about that age. Then they have met after like 48 days, and that too. He was behind the glass and she was this way 
and then they just said you know hi you know something like this you know and then they very old also they are not cannot move so fast very slow and then then the you know, subtitle comes you know they have never lived this long without each other 48 days it's like so much separation and now they are you know uh, meeting after 48 days it was such a heart touching heartwarming uh, you know moment and oh millions of likes and you know like whatever but you know <laughs> if the religious ritualistic performances do not raise him to renunciation not until the death you know you have to be in the political leader or you know some some you know like just like mahatma gandhi he was until death he was poli- until the death dragged him away from the politics he did not leave and not that is not he do have to renounce like parishit maharaj he renounced when he heard the curse he renounced and then bharat maharaj renounced and uh, anga anga maharaj he renounced uh, pralad maharaj everybody you see rajarshi yudhishthir maharaj he renounced not that you know death came and took him away dragged him away so you will renounce and the renunciation also if it is not raising him to the platform of devotional service considered dead although he is breathing so all occupational engagements dharma are certainly meant for ultimate liberation they should never be performed for material gain people usually do you know their occupation to get material gain their dharma also to get artha and then what is that artha for artha for kama but moksha is not even considered Uh, moksha is forgotten and if they are com- completely frustrated with material life then they may look for moksha see uh, but that should not be the case uh, one should work towards moksha and after moksha after renunciation also one must go to devotional service that is the culmination of perfection furthermore who is engaged in ultimate occupation service dharma have a material activities gratification has to be used for krishna service the first step in human civilization consists of occupational engagements performed according to the scriptural injunctions the higher intelligence of a human being should be trained to understand basic dharma in human society there are various religious conceptions characterized as hindu christian hebrew mohammedan buddhist and so on for without religion human society is no better than animal society as stated above dharmasya hi apavargyasya narthorthayopakalpate religion is meant for attaining emancipation not for getting bread they say oh god give us our daily bread that is not the purpose of religion and that's how communist atheists they have uh, convinced the so called religionists <coughs> to give up their idea oh you want bread that's why you are praying okay no never mind we'll give you one bread here actually that they used to do that in communist uh, in ussr formerly russia i mean now russia formerly ussr so they used to have a truckload of bread this communist and then they will come and park outside the church and the worship is going on inside so they'll wait worship com- finished all coming out they'll stop sir did you ask did you pray he said yes did you ask god give us our daily bread yes so did god give you uh, no okay here bread who is god oh yes yes you are god okay then give up this church okay understood got the message so this is how they they converted all of them to uh, you know they were cheated they became atheists <coughs> so religion is not for getting bread they, they did not first of all they were shudras they did not understand they did not question them oh you are giving bread 
where did you get the wheat from the land oh, from where the land the wheat wheat came yeah, we sowed the seeds yeah without rain we could you have gotten the seeds without the sunlight could you have gotten so without god's arrangement would you have gotten the bread because their shudras you know intelligence in their brains they they convinced they got convinced by the stupid uh, presentation and they gave into it and became atheists so religion is so if in other words if we use religion for material gain <coughs> use it to try to get a material gain you will be cheated in the process that's why bhagavatam says kaitava dharma dharma prodhita kaitavatra parama nirmatsaranam satam that kind of cheating materially motivated religions are kicked out from bhagavat completely out no place no we are no get lost for all kaitava dharma that is bhagavatam's first statement so religion is meant for attaining emancipation not for getting bread sometimes human society manufactures a system of so called religion aimed at material advancement but that is far from the purpose of true dharma religion entails understanding the laws of god because the proper execution of these laws ultimately leads one out of material entanglement see religion entails understanding the laws of god because the proper execution of these laws ultimately leads one out of material entanglement that is the whole point of following religion that is the true purpose of religion unfortunately people accept religion for material prosperity because of atyahara or an excessive desire for such pro- prosperity you know oh like that i told many times oh hindus you know shubhlabh dhanam dehi rupavati dehi you know this dehi that dehi <coughs> so they ask for oh give me wealth give me this give me that give me a good wife uh, give me bungalow give me car give me this and that this is what they ask when they go to god this is what they ask and when they get it you know like they get sometimes uh, convinced oh i went to this baba and i i i became successful in my life i got my phd or i got my business uh, worked suddenly and then because of that this baba is very powerful i will worship this baba because he is giving me business this is the stupid understanding of religion and that's why they fall for all these stupid babas who are actually loafers and criminals they are going to jail and all these things and then these people they worship him as as good as god godman they call him godman what is god is he god or man he is not even a man he is neither god nor man he is an animal but they call him godman you know baba or oh, some some big baba oh, he is giving me blessings so that i my business will always stay afloat and thriving they, they all cheating this is all cheating hmm? whatever his past karma was he is getting it that's all whether he worshiped or not worshiped it will he will get the same thing but they attach these things to oh miracle baba did a miracle uh, baba's picture must be in the altar the biggest picture in the altar more than krishna more than all demigods this, this is their understanding no brains no brains at all so for people have accept uh, people act religion for material prosperity because of atyahara of or an excessive desire for such prosperity true religion whoever instructs people satisfied with the necessities of life while cultivating krishna consciousness even though we require economic development true religion allows it only for the supplying of the bare necessities of material existence jivasya tattva jignasa the real purpose of life is to inquire about the absolute truth if our endeavor prayasa is not to inquire about the absolute truth we will simply increase our endeavor to satisfy our artificial needs a spiritual aspirant should avoid mundane endeavor we have started this atyahara oh i want more i want more 
and to have more you have to create artificial factories and you know horrible civilization ugra karma and then you need to work extra hard prayas for getting all those unnecessary things which you think are necessary uh, so and then uh, if our endeavor prayas is not to and then what happens the true religion however instructs people uh, so e- even though we require economic development true religion allows it only for the supplying of the bare necessities of material existence so nowadays countries are judged like how advanced they are based on their economic situation how much money they have not what human values they have not what character they have nothing about how much atyahara you are doing ah, that that elevated that you are first world country you have more atyahara you have more economic uh, you, you are you are developed you don't have atyahara you are just living for your bare necessities of life or oh, you are you know like a third world country on a poverty line another no our <laughs> so this is how you see how the classification has happened and we are so used to this classification from the very birth we have always heard this as the classification of what is first class what is second class what is third class never on the basis of character uh, now with this knowledge we have to understand that character is what what actually counts not the money at all mm. and it is not that oh if i am sometimes they say oh your religion you know people are very poor oh, my religion people are very rich so my religion is better they compare like this also hmm. one man ron will told me like that I, i do not wish to name which religion or what he said my religion you will never find a beggar but your religion all the sadhus are all beggars you know in our thing we don't have but in their religion there are so many thieves also what is what about that so every see the thing is you can't measure religion on how much economic development you are having is completely unrelated is completely opposite of what religion actually is so this prayasa over endeavoring for material objectives atyahara prayasascha so another impediment is prajalpa the next unnecessary talking the next problem which will spoil our devotional service first is atyahara collecting more money than required collecting or eating more than required later on bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur he says collecting more knowledge than required also is atyahara that's interesting to note especially in the not devotional knowledge but you know those speculative knowledges you know like hearing from all kind of speculators impersonalists to just get more 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 and more knowledge you know shrutaya vibhinna you know reading all kind of scriptures this you know like some 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 people say oh i am i am i am a comparative religion master you know phd uh, that, that is atyahara unnecessary unnecessary understanding you not deeply understanding one thing just just have a superficial understanding of many things just to show that you know he is a big learned scholar this is atyahara uh, then the, the purpose of knowledge should be to understand the absolute truth and to engage in devotional service not to show off that i am a big scholar and that's not even the idea so anyway prajalpa unnecessary talking so this is the next so in uh, yeah, i want to mention in atyahara collecting more monetary funds and require one one person is ah oh, then that means you know to your temple should not ask for donations you know ah now what to say <laughs> so this atyahara is in the ishopanishad it is said ishavasamidam sarvam yat kinch jagatyam jagat 
तेन त्यक्तेन भुंजी था माग्र था कस्य सुधनम एवरीथिंग बिलोंग्स टू द लॉर्ड सो वॉट एवर हैज बिन गिवन टू यू एज योर कोटा लिव विद दैट डोंट एनक्रोच ना दिस प्रॉपर्टी एंड डोंट अत्याहार डोंट गो ऑन टू दैट अत्याहार मोड कलेक्टिंग मोर मोर देन रिक्वायर्ड जस्ट लिव फॉर बेयर नेसेसरीज सो दैट इज द मीनिंग बट ईशावासमिदम सर्वम एवरीथिंग बिलोंग्स टू द लॉर्ड इन द टेंपल एवरीथिंग बिलोंग्स टू द लॉर्ड द होल वर्ल्ड मनी शुड बी गिवन टू द टेंपल वाई नॉट इवन देन इट्स नॉट अत्याहार बिकॉज द सर्व लोक महेश्वरम ऑल द प्लैनेट्स बिलोंग टू कृष्ण आई वी वॉन्ट द मनी ऑफ ऑल द प्लैनेट्स ऑल्सो फॉर कृष्ण सर्विस नॉट फॉर आवर ओन थिंग फॉर आर्स फॉर आवर ओन लाइफ नॉट ओनली आवर यूर एवरीबडीज दे हैव टू जस्ट लिव बेसिक नेसेसरीज but for the lord everything is for his enjoyment bhoktaram yagya tapasam he is the enjoyer of everything so the whole world lakshmi sahasra shat sambhrama sevyamanam why should the lord be like a daridra like a poor daridra narayana some people say you know the 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 who is that uh, ramakrishna mission or somebody they used to call uh, even impersonalists many impersonalists they say like this oh everybody is narayan narayan you know and then the, the beggar on the street he is uh, he is daridra narayan are narayan is you know shrinivas shrinivas narayan shrinivas means what he is the abode of lakshmi he is the abode of lakshmi and not just one lakshmi lakshmi sahasra shat sambhrama sevyamanam millions of lakshmis are serving him with sambhramanam with great care and attention so that he may not be offended Lakshmi is we are here having Ashta Lakshmi Puja. Vara, what is it? Uh, what uh, uh, what uh, Kuvera Lakshmi Puja? Put whatever you know. Give us money. Just put them together, and whether we are uh, we are satisfied. I mean, we don't care whether Lakshmi likes it to come with another man other than her husband or not. It doesn't. Or Kuvera comes likes to come with a um, woman other than his wife. We don't care. Yeah? There was a puja done like that. You know, I told you this before. Uh, Lakshmi Kuvera Puja. Where where Lakshmi will come with Kuvera? Huh? Lakshmi doesn't move an inch from the feet of Lord Narayan, and then Kuvera will not come come along with Lakshmi, who is like his mother. Wow, Lakshmi and Kuvera together and coming and a big puja is going on just because Kuvera is a treasure of heavenly planets. Lakshmi is a goddess of fortune. I want money. Don't care. I don't care about what you feel. I want money. Now, this kind of nonsense pujas are going on. This is not how you know. This is this is complete rubbish. Uh, but we are asking the favor of Lakshmi. but and we are begging please 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 you know give me some wealth give me some wealth you know dhanam dehi rupavati dehi but millions of such lakshmis are serving the lord please 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 don't get offended by our service you know i hope everything is all right they are sambhramanam that is the lord what daridra narayan beggar narayan what is this nonsense so um, narayan has to narayan is the lord of lakshmi and all wealth is lakshmi's property so lakshmi must be used in narayan service so it is never atyahar to collect more funds but of course that funds should be used for service of krishna not that amass the fund prabhupad never like amass amass funds and then don't do anything he wanted the money spent for krishna service print books construct temples start food for life prasadam distribution everything so he wanted the money he collect he said collect as much as possible and use also wisely but as as much as possible uh, not that hoarding wealth once you hoard wealth then maya will start uh, 
So, everything for using for Krishna service. That's why we don't have reserves in this temple. <laughs> everything is just used. So, like that. So, this is Athara and Prayasa. So, probably we will stop here. So, Prajalpa and all this we will continue tomorrow. So, I hope uh, we can finish. I think we can finish tomorrow this, this topic. So, I just wanted to give a more, you know, in-depth. So, that you, it is not that, the whole purpose is not to finish the, the class with, between, I mean, in this time. It is about understanding it. So, we can always split it up into two or three sessions or anything. But understanding is more important. So, alright, thank you very much and now we will look at any questions, if we have any, we will go through them. So, who is this? Girish, Girish Prabhu. Bhakta Girish, he is asking, does the spiritual world ha- also has karma? No, that is an external potency. We have Kshetra Gnyakya Tathapara, Avidya Karma Samgyanya. In the material world, there is karma, the law of karma. In the spiritual world, there is no, just like in the, the prison, prison has all the kind of punishments. Uh, why why we, we should have punishments? No. If, we are not a, if one is not a prisoner, then there is no punishment for that person. Punishments are for prisoners. So, karma is a the law of the prison in the, of this material world. So, it is only in the material world. Then, Bhakta Mukesh. In, in this life, we done some pious activity, but now we become Krishna conscious. What will happen to at, at the end of this life? So, if one is completely Krishna conscious, then he goes back to Godhead. If one is not completely Krishna conscious, then he will not go back. As long as we have the slightest trace of material enjoyment, we will remain in this material world. So, we will remain in this material world. So, if one becomes completely Krishna conscious, then all the pious activities and sinful activities, everything will be burnt. Nirdahati. Completely burnt to the roots. Pious activity results also. Then some people may think, hey, oh, pious activity results also gone. Oh, now how? What to do? Yeah, good. Pious activity result means what? You will get a good birth, good family, good nation, or good, you know, beauty, good wealth. That doesn't mean you don't have birth, death, old age, disease, adhyatmic, adhibhautik, adhidaivik, kleshas. You still have all that. So it is not good actually. It is just deg- different degrees of bad. It's not good and bad. It's different degrees of bad. It's like the pollution standards. Euro 5, oh, top class standard or electric. It is still pollution in a different way. So, it is just less or more pollution. It is never like clean. This is a clean, oh, you know, this is Euro 5 is a very clean. You know, they put green, you know. You know, oh, we are making the thing green. You know, go green. You know, like make the environment go green. So, don't make it black but actually green means don't use the vehicle at all be natural just like what it was before i mean without all these conveyances if you need really then use the horses you know use this. this way it was run it was that was actually green so whenever they started this this thing that automobile industry 
it is all nothing is green there it is lesser or more black it is either gray or is it different shades of gray you know i think there is a movie like there some i think it was not a good uh, subject of movie but it is 50 shades of gray you know i think it's a more of a sexual movie or something but there was a title like this so 50 shades of gray it is basically that it's a black or you know less black or less black or slightly gray or it is all in the same spectrum and the gray only <laughs> so that is what this material world is all about it's just 50 shades of gray but the real thing clean means completely don't don't lose any of this so similarly all so called pious and sinful activities are just different shades of sinful activity so if once become krishna conscious completely nirdhati all are gone and then one goes back to godhead akarma next question rephrased question okay this is rephrased version of it if this life we done some pious activity but now we become krishna conscious what will the results of those pious activities we did before have we to take birth again for those pious activity as i said no so when he says uh, what is aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshayami when he said sarva papebhyo i will rid you of all sinful reactions oh that means he will keep our pious reactions no as we said all our sinful reactions the so called pious reactions are all sinful as long as we have forgotten our chastity to krishna as we have as soon as we have turned away from krishna that is a sin already even if i am a demigod or what it is a sin the moment we have turned away from krishna that's a sin already it is just lesser or more degrees of sin so when he says sarva papebhyo mokshayami it involves the pious and sinful act reactions everything so nothing will remain all the reactions will be burnt good and bad actually all different shades of bad so everything will be gone <clears throat> so one becomes free this is called karma bandhan nirmukta so liberated from the bondage of karma do we don't have to take birth again provided provided we are, we are 100% krishna conscious don't we can't take it for granted oh prabhu i am a devotee prabhu that's it my karma is burnt i'm not going to take birth again that means we're going to take birth i think you know the story right that brahmana and the cobbler i hope you know so i'll briefly tell if you don't know so <clears throat> some of you might know so the thing is there was a brahmana and a cobbler <clears throat> in a village so the brahmana was very learned he knows shlokas in and out chanting like rain you know what is it is like raining shlokas pandit big pandit nobody can defeat him and that also made him very puffed up i am a big pandit i am you know i am on the path of liberation like anything you know like i am far ahead of any of these people i'm 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 up there then um, you know there was another cobbler so in uh, bengali brahmana is called shuchi cobbler is called muchi so shuchi and muchi the story is about shuchi and muchi shuchi means the clean inside and outside a brahmana must be very clean so because he usually practices all cleanliness is very clean and a cobbler he is deals with the dead bodies of animals and the skins and making leather goods or something like that formerly in vedic times there were cobblers but they did not kill the animal to get the leather already dead animal they will you know take the skin and then they will make uh, things out of it so but still it is considered a low end job it is a, not a very clean job you know you have to deal with dead bodies and you know all this you know skin and all this is not very 
high class job so it is muchi dirty muchi means dirty and actually anybody who is a materialist he is like a muchi he is like a cobbler because like you know there, there's discrimination like whites and blacks or you know like chinese or race racial or color wise anyways you know all this discrimination because of the skin different color of skin so a cobbler also deals with the skin and if somebody also i mean if people also deal with the skin or because of the white or a black or you know this asian or this one or whatever it is if we if we you know see the skin and then make a comment or you know then that is also cobbler mentality he is just dealing with the same skin his mentality is that level only so he is muchi so suchi means he is in vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavihastini sunichaiva swapakecha pandita samadarshina he sees everywhere same all the soul all our souls they are not whatever body they have it's all actually soul inside and all the souls are parts and parcels of krishna and so in in this way he that is suchi vision clean vision whereas dirty muchi vision means just depending on the skin so anyway this cobbler was there and the suchi was there muchi was there but this cobbler was a very humble man but he was and he was a very great devotee also he was always singing you know krishna's name hare krishna hare krishna 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 and he was doing his work also is he just was born into that family and his that happened to be his occupation but he was a great devotee so narad muni came by <coughs> first he met the uh, brahmana shuchi uh, then immediately the brahmana said, oh, narad muni he paid on paid his respects but in his mind he was thinking of course narad muni will come because i am so pure i am so such a big pandit that of course narad muni will come you know otherwise what you know i am yeah just like famous persons another famous person will come and see him right so of course he paid respects oh narad muni ji oh you have come but inside he was thinking oh see narad muni also came to see me so he is a very big pandit you know that that much great i am so yeah so uh, what brings you here sadhu ji and he said um no i was just passing by so i'm just on the way to vaikuntha we meeting lord narayana and he, pandit was a little bit oh meeting narayana because he was not on that level then he he wanted to see whether is narad muni first of all is on that level or not and he said i'm i'm going to meet narayana and uh, so i was just passing by so i just want i knew that you were a great pandit and yeah yeah i'm a great pandit yes yeah so we are going to vaikuntha hmm okay then he wanted to test narad muni okay you, you will see narayan right oh yeah i'm i'll be seeing narayan in a short while you ask him when i am coming back to him because i know i mean i'm quite sure it's just after this life i'm going back i just wanted some double confirmation so just, just can you just come uh, find out for me uh, yeah yeah i will find out then depending on the answer he wanted to see whether this narad muni actually went or not uh, let's see i'm sure anyway narayan narayan will accept so narad muni said yes yes i will find out and then okay fine good so i'll see you and narad muni went <coughs> then he met this uh, cobbler then uh, cobbler said uh, cobbler cobbler said narad muni narad muni he immediately fell on the floor and then are such a, i'm such a sinner and you are you know such a pious soul you have delivered so many pious souls in this universe you are so well known and how come how is it possible that you have <clears throat> come in front of me you are a great devotee you know serving great devotees is the greatest service in this way he was glorifying narad muni uh, how can i serve you please tell me how can i serve you um no i, I just no, no i just came to see you uh, no I, i was just on the way to vaikuntha aha you are so fortunate you are having you know you can directly go to vaikuntha and see the lord how fortunate you are and how fallen i am i have no way to go 
you know, I am such a fallen person and my occupation is also fallen. Neeche jati, neeche sanghi, patita adhama. So, you know, I am greatly in awe of your, you know, fortunate position. Please give me blessings so that I will also become. Please ask the Lord if I have any chance of going back to Godhead at all. Since you are going there, you please ask for me and tell me if I have any chance to go back to him. How many lives will it take for me to go? And he said, all right, I will, I will find out. Then he went to Narayan. <coughs> Narayan asked him, Oh, anything interesting? Any interesting news? Of course, Narayan knew what happened. <laughs> so, Narad Muni said, ah, Yes, Narayanji, you know everything of course, but I will, since you asked me, I must tell. So, I met these two people and this is what they asked. Both asked actually same question. But one was a Sushi, one was a Muchi. Then, um, so what should I tell them? Each of them asked the same question, that how many lives they have before they can come back to you. Then, uh, Narayan said, you tell the uh, Shuchi, the Brahmana, that he has 100 more lives before he can come to me. Okay. Then, uh, you tell the Muchi, the cobbler, that uh, he is sitting under this banyan tree. And if you know, the banyan tree has very, very small leaves. It's a very, very big tree, but very, very small leaves. So, he is sitting under that banyan tree and making the, you know, shoes and everything. So, you tell him, as many leaves there are on the tree, that many lives he has to take before he can come to me. Naradmu said, wow. Okay, that is quite a, quite a bit. Then, uh, Narayan was laughing, smiling. Then, um, he said, okay, I will tell them, but uh, they, would, they would love to know, you know, both of them actually asked, you know, what the Lord is doing, you know. So, the, he, Narad Muni asked him, uh, asked him the Lord, well, you know, they asked me, you know, what you are doing, what should I tell them, you know, that you are doing. You tell them that as when you came here, uh, Narayan was, I was, uh, uh, you know, the elephant, an elephant, I was uh, stringing it through the eye of the needle. You know, the needle has an eye and the thread is in that hole it is put. So, you just say that, uh, I am putting the elephant through the hole of that needle. You tell them this. Oh, wonderful. Yes, I will tell them. So, he again went down. He went and saw the Brahmana. Ah, Narad Muni, so quickly you have come. Did you really go to Vaikuntha or? Then, uh, yeah, I, you do not know how fast I travel. Oh, okay. So, what did the Lord say? Uh, the Lord said, you have 100 lives. Huh? 100 lives, nonsense, you never went to Vaikuntha, finish, okay, okay, you went to Vaikuntha, right, okay, fine, what he was doing there, um, no, he was uh, putting an eye, elephant through an eye of a needle, <laughs> wow, foolish, who can put an elephant, what is this, any, any logic or not, you are not speaking any logic, you know, you have to have some brain, you have, have you studied Nyaya, logic, how can a big thing go through a small thing, uh, no, okay, fine, go, you, you mind your own business, I will mind my own business, I know what I am doing, I will go at liberator. You never went to Vaikuntha, you bluffing, you know, what is this, I putting elephant through eye of needle. I mean, come on, have some logic, you know. So, Naradmani, Narayan, Narayan, he left. <laughs> then he went to the cobbler. Immediately he fell, ah, ah, you have come back. Then, uh, then uh, he asked, what did the Lord say, how many lives I have? Um, then he said, oh, as many leaves are, as, are there on this tree, that many lives you have before you can go back. Huh? Really? So, there is some number. I thought I will never go back. 
So at least there is a number. Aha. The Lord is so merciful that even though I am so fallen, He is ready to take me back. Ah, this is best news. He wa- He is willing to take me back. I thought He will never take me back. I am such a fallen soul. It is after this many lives, but He has given a promise. So He will take me back. Aha. This is great. Then He asked, uh, and He was dancing in ecstasy. <clears throat> and then He asked, by the way, what was the Lord, what was the Lord doing when you went there? I want to know. He is always known for his uncommon activities. Urukrama, he always does great activities. You know, just like uh, Vamanadev, you know, Vamanadev, he is a dwarf. But with a small step, two steps, he conquered the entire universe. This Brahmana had no brain to understand that with small also he can do big. So anyway, so this um, cobbler, what was the Lord doing? No, the Lord was, uh, you know, t- um, putting an elephant through an eye of a needle. Wow, only the Lord can do such great things. In fact, this banyan tree has come from a small seed. So, from a small seed, he has brought this many banyan trees. And there are millions and millions of seeds in each of these banyan trees. And in each seed, there is another big banyan tree. So, he has, if he can bring such a big banyan tree out of this small seed, how, why he cannot put an elephant through an eye of a needle? Aha, this is wonderful, the Lord is wonderful, the Lord is wonderful. He was dancing and dancing and dancing. As he was dancing, all the leaves of the tree fell down and only one leaf remained. That means after this life is going back. So, in other words, a devotee, you know, a devotee, as long as a devotee, then we will go back. If we are, you know, so-called pious, fully puffed up, Meek and humble, inherit the kingdom of God. <clears throat> so, but we have to be fully devotee. We cannot think that, oh, I, I will go back to Godhead, you know, I am devotee, you know. No, we have to become pakka devotee like that, you know, like fully, complete devotee. Not simply like, oh, I am a devotee, I am wearing kantimala, I am, you know, wearing tilak and devotional clothing and, you know, I am doing some arti here and there and some chanting. Never mind inattentive chanting or Facebook chanting, Twitter chanting, Instagram chanting. Never mind, I am doing chanting. So, I will go back. I am doing 16 rounds. I read here and there some Prabhupada quotes. You know. No, that will not get you anywhere. We have to fully involve. We have to be fully... Uh, it will show. It will show. You know, when a devotee is there, I mean, when a person becomes devotee, you know, it, it manifests in his behavior, in his thinking, his everything. So, we have to become actual quality devotee. That's what we should aim for. And then, yes, after this birth, we don't need to take birth. Otherwise, you have to take millions of births. You know. That's why it is said, Bahu janma kare jadi shravana kirtan tabutana paya krishna pade premadhan. One can chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra for millions of lives. He will not get any trace of love of Godhead if he commits offenses. So we have to come out of the offensive chanting, offensive service, offensive everything. We have to come, we have to remove our offenses. That's why Bhaktivinoda Thakur sang the song. When will my offenses cease? Aparada shunya hoy, loho krishna naam. You know, so when will, when will my offenses cease and when will I chant Harinam in its purest, in the purest possible way, uh, in pure love of Godhead. So that is, that should be our, uh, he is already on the stage, but he is praying as if he is a conditioned soul like us, in his humility and also teaching us how to pray to Krishna. So, Manjukesi Mataji, the start of the prayers for honoring Prasadam, not Maha Govinde. Not Maha Govinde? Because every time we say that first, then Sarira Vidyajala. 
So, yeah, the Prasad Sevaya Mantra by Bhaktivinoda Thakur doesn't start with Mahaprasad Govinda. Mahaprasad Govinda, Nama Brahmani Vaishnava, Nama Brahmani Vaishnava, Janma, Swalpapunya Vatam Rajan Vishwasanaiva Jayati, that is from Mahabharat. That sloka is from Mahabharat. Hmm. Not Mahagovinde also. It is Mahaprasade, Govinde, Nama Brahmani, Vaishnava. So, four things. Vishwasanaiva Jayati, Swalpapunya Vatam Rajan. So, the people who have less pious credits, they don't have faith in Mahaprasad, they don't have faith in Govinda, in, in the Lord. Mahaprasad, Govinda, Nama Brahmani. Brahmani means spiritual, the name, the holy name of the Lord. Nama Brahmani, Govinda, Nama Brahmani. Huh? And Vaishnava, and the Vaishnavas. They don't have faith in these things. So, that is the meaning of the first verse. Second verse, Prasad Sevaya, Sariravadya Jal, Jarandri Thayakal. That is the Prasad Sevaya mantra. That is the actual mantra for honoring Prasadam. But before that, it is Mahaprasad Govinde. That one is to tell that those who have no faith, they don't have, uh, or those who have not pious enough, they will not have faith in the Mahaprasadam or Govinda or His holy name or His, uh, what is that, uh, no, Vaishnava in the, in the devotees. They don't have faith in the Vaishnava process and everything, Vaishnava way of life. Those who are impious, those who are not very pious. That is from Mahabharata. Second question, how to overcome distress? What if the devotee feels losing interest in devotional service and wants to give up, but cannot do for his attachment of serving the Lord? What he is supposed to do? So, if you are losing interest, if you are losing enthusiasm for devotional service, means we are committing offences. When we commit offences, then we will, we are um, losing interest. We will, as Today's verse actually is that, why, how our devotional service is spoiled? Because we are engaging in these things. Atyahara, eating more, more than necessary or collecting more funds than necessary. Or Prayasa, trying too hard for, you know, material objectives, either to get money or to get a girlfriend or, you know, whatever it is, you know, material objective, trying too hard, Prayasa, over and over. Atyahara, Prayasa, Prajalpa, talking, idle talk. It can be chit-chatting, it can be Facebook message, you know, uh, chatting, chatting away with people, you know, that can be, anyway, prajalpa. Or, by hearing other people's prajalpa, you know, watch some, you know, video or something, this one, all prajalpa, which is nothing to do with Krishna. So, prajalpa, niyamagraha, either not following the rules of the devotional service properly. Uh, not following the rules means everything included. I mean, what, the strengthening foundations, whatever we have gone through. Everything included, and especially while chanting the offenses, we have to try very hard to avoid the offenses. If you are not careful about it at all, and then do everything and anything and carelessly, that is Niyamagraha. So, and then we don't see the ultimate aim of following the rules and regulations simply. I am doing Mangala Arti, we have to do as Hare Krishna devotees, you know, Mangala. There is, you are from Philippines, right? So, Philippines, everybody say, Yeah, I attended Mangala. What is attended Mangala means? Mangala Arati. Arati is the event. Mangala Arati. Mangala means auspicious. I have attended auspicious. Doesn't make any sense at all. So we have to stop using these shortcuts. Mangala Arati. So I have attended Mangala Arati. So anyway, even if we attend Mangala Arati and everything and chant and all, but if we don't, if we are not involving ourselves in the whole thing, when we are chanting Guru Mukha Padma Vakya Chityate Kori Aikya, that means the order of the spiritual master is the life and soul of the disciple. But if I am singing, oh Guru Mukha Padma Vakya, but in my mind I am not thinking what it means. If I am just blindly singing, I am not involving in the whole thing. 
So all this is Niyamagraha. So I have to follow everything properly, everything with full, full involvement of what I am doing. And actually do it and not just while singing, but do it in the rest of the time to actually do, live by those principles. So this is Niyamagraha and then Janasangascha, associating with worldly minded people, Karmis, it can be our own family members, our friends or anybody, this can spoil. And Laulyamcha, being greedy for mundane achievements. So these things will spoil our devotional life. So if I am losing enthusiasm, that means I am engaging in one of these things or some of these things or all of these things. And I am committing offences to devotees in the process. When we engage in all these things, we will automatically commit offences to devotees. Because devotional life, pravritti and nivritti marga, it is two opposite ways of life. Pravritti marga is the way of sense gratification. Nivritti marga is the way of giving up sense gratification. So, it is opposite. So, we, we can't be engaged completely in sense gratification and engaged completely in spiritual life. No, this is never possible. Either of, as the f- cup is full with water, that much it is empty of air. As the, as the cup is less in water, that much it is filled up with air. So, the cup is always full. With which item? We say the cup, cup is half full or quarter full. That we are referring to water. But the rest of it is something else. It is not vacuum. It is air. So, similarly, either we are this much spiritual and this much material or if we have become more spiritual, then material will go down. If the, if the cup is full with water, there is no space for air to come in. Hmm. So, similarly, if we are fully engaged in spiritual life, there is no space for material activity to come in. But if you are only like 10% spiritual and then 90% is air, that is all material. And eventually that, will, that small water also will evaporate and then nothing will remain. So, we have to, we have to engage more seriously. And pay obeisances to Vaishnavas. You know, get back to following all the things properly. This is exactly the, the real reason why I started this series of the Strengthening Foundations. So that people don't, devotees don't lose. We are all into making devotees, you know, preaching and distributing and then introducing new people to the movement. But once they get into the movement, they kind of stagnate there. Okay, I have now joined Hare Krishna. That's it. After that, what? You have to advance and advance. You join means initiation means, some people, initiation means they think it is liberation. You know, initiation does not mean liberation. Initiation means, if you go and, go and look in the word in the dictionary, initiation, what is initiation mean? It is the beginning, beginning on the path of liberation. Initiation means beginning. It is not the end. Oh, initiation means equal to liberation. Prabhu, I want initiation. And after initiation, they don't follow anything. What is the point of taking initiation? Why are we so hard upon taking initiation then? If you are not... In- initiation means, now karishya vachanam tava. I will do whatever you say, Prabhupada. That is, that is initiation. But if I am not prepared to do that, I cannot make a show of initiation. So, so this attitude all we must understand and put it into practice. Then, spiritual life will be completely very full of life. If it is becoming dull, that means ah, these things are covering, the weeds are growing, the creeper is stunted. Alright, what else? Pray to Krishna and pray to the Vaishnavas and engage in service properly, fully involved in everything, understand everything and in that way, the enthusiasm, everything will come back. Once Krishna is pleased, everything will come back. This is the way to come back. And read Prabhupada's books every day. So, we stay connected to the message. And we know what we are doing. Otherwise, Maya will make us forget. When we don't read, slowly that service will become material. You know, it will become like, because no more involvement from the heart. 
so we have to be careful of all these things so with that i think we've come to the questions think there is any other questions of course there are a lot of verses um sri this time it's not a question he said <laughs> he's grateful for all these classes uh thank you much for your appreciation and uh, there's also some nice verses which are um, quoted in the comment section so you can go through that uh, i think because the time doesn't allow us so we will stop it here and we'll continue from the prajalpa section from tomorrow uh, you can finish this verse and then go to the next third verse on the day after all right thank you very much jai shri prabhupada ki jai rupa goswami ki jai shri upadeshamrita ki jai tai gaur premanande hari hari bol hare krishna